Greetings. What you're about to experience is the newest order, the new ruling class, and the best of new releases from top actively performing songwriters and bands, plying their trade around the world and the world of the internet. Welcome to Radio Crystal Blue, Novus Ordo. from David Massey, beginning this edition of Radio Crystal Blue Novus Ordo, published here in the middle of January 2019. My name is Dan Herman, giving you 
music from leading songwriters and bands from across the web, across the earth, many who are indie, a number who are busy touring, or otherwise staying in place in their own locales. Wherever you are listening, thank you for listening to this program, which you can find on many good podcast platforms, just like the one you're listening to right now. Here are a list of the platforms. They are Podomatic, Mixcloud, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple, iTunes, Overcast, Pocket Casts, CastBox, Breaker Audio, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and the Internet Archive. You can also ask Siri to play Radio Crystal Blue. You're listening to show number 453 in the annals. Later in this program, I'll give you some details on how artists can submit music for future shows. Such music would also be part of my longtime freeform radio program that is, of course, Radio Crystal Blue itself. This program focuses on brand new releases. David Massey starts us off from an album called Late Winter Light. The track we heard is number four. It's called Come On By. David's story is this. He's played guitar on and off for a number of years before taking a stab at writing a song. At age 35, moved by his sister's struggles with mental illness, he wrote Susie Came Home. Not sure what to make of the result, he set it aside and didn't attempt the second song until six years later. On Memorial Day of 2001, he read a Washington Post reprint of a letter a young American fighter pilot wrote to his wife during World War II after learning of the birth of their first child. David wrote the drunken letter that day, played it for friends, and the positive response sent him down the road that has resulted in four independently released CDs. This is the fourth of those CDs, and these days he is retired from his partnership at a large international law firm, but generally plays only in Washington, D.C. area clubs and coffee houses. He plays regular local gigs with Jay Bird and Jim Robeson, who are veterans of the Washington, D.C. music scene. They're also cornerstones of the music on most of his albums, and it crosses uh, the uh, board in terms of uh, genres. On this uh, track, the aforementioned Jay Bird with guitars and backing vocals, Helen Houseman on viola, I think, David, of course, on lead vocals. And let's see, Jim Robeson on bass. That might be uh, pretty much everybody, just the uh, core trio, actually. DaveMasseyMusic.com. D-A-V-E-M-A-S-S-E-Y Music is uh, how you spell the website. We go from David to Beth Wood. We last heard from maybe uh, a year or so ago. She is a modern-day troubadour and a strong believer in the power of song. For 20 years, she's been writing, creating, and touring full-time. Her work has expanded to include teaching voice and song coaching, as well as leading workshops at festivals, retreats, and beyond. She's released two books of poetry. Her simple musical philosophy is that there are no wrong notes. All told, she has released 10 independently released albums. She grew up in Lubbock, Texas, with her mom's classical music tapes in the car and her dad's Willie Nelson records in the living room as well as her brother's Foreigner and the Hard 8-track tapes, and her own little radio that she would hide under the covers and search late into the night for songs with female voices. There have been awards. Her skills in the craft of songwriting have been recognized by the prestigious Kerbal Folk Festival for their new folk uh, competition, as well as the Sisters Folk Festival, Dave Carter Memorial Songwriting Award, the Billboard World Song Contest, and many others. She is open for the likes of Steve Winwood, Michael McDonald, Sean Colvin, Chris Whitley, and a four-time featured artist on Kayamo, a week-long Caribbean songwriter's cruise. She has sung the national anthem for thousands at a Major League Baseball game. She discussed guitar tunings with Dave Crosby backstage at a festival. She was also featured on a nationally syndicated documentary-style TV program called Troubadour, Texas. These days, she lives in uh, Portland, Oregon, and she's immersed herself here in the Northwest music community through her work on staff with the Americana Song Academy, and as host of the Sisters Folk Festival Sunday Community Celebration. Got her newest album right here. The album is titled The Long Road. This is track number eight. It's called Painted Lines. There are nights when the moon Shines in full bloom and leads you on your way. 
Drench in the path in silver and glass And hope for the new light of day I'm all alone so far from home Surrounded by new friends I'm hooked on believing Pointed toward leaving But there ever ain't never ends I got a whole lot of faith A little bit of trust Whole lot of falling down on my face and getting back up. The occasional angel comes right on time. I'm wearing my heart between the painted lines. There's Beth Wood from the new album, The Long Road We Heard, Painted Lines. Tyler Fortier on piano, keys, and Nashville high-strung guitar, and tambourine. Nathan Aleph on keys, Greg Nessler on electric guitar, Anna Civil on the fiddle, Ara Lee on vocals, and Brian Dast on the pedal steel. Good sound from everybody. The website is bethwoodmusic.com, and she's on Twitter at bethwoodmusic. Next up here on Radio Crystal Blue, Nova Sordo, is a favorite songwriter named Jonathan Bird. Of course, I've spun his music a number of times over the years. Just got his new album called Jonathan Bird and the Pickup Cowboys. It's a self-titled album referencing what was originally a trio and has since actually become uh, pretty much a duo, as in cowboy, not cowboys. There's a good-sized bio here I want to read for you from the uh, first-person perspective, and I'm going to skip over some parts, but uh, here's um, Jonathan's uh, story. I'm a seventh-generation Carolinian. My granddaddy's granddaddy's granddaddy was born in Caswell County in 1795. Maybe we go back further, I don't know. On Friday the 13th, November 1970, I was born at the Cape Fear Valley Hospital in Fayetteville, North Carolina, probably the biggest military town in the country. Fort Bragg alone covers 250 square miles, and used car dealerships and bars are like stars in the sky, grains of sand on the beach. The ground is sandy, and the woods are open and piney, with tall loblollies, jack oaks, and a longleaf pine. We lived for Fort Worth, Texas when I was about two or three, so that deck could attend Southwest Theological Seminary. My first memory is of crossing the Mississippi in a U-Haul. My dad was excited about the bridge, and couldn't stop talking about how it was an engineering marvel and all. 
From there, the memories get thicker. Catching tarantulas after a rainstorm, putting pennies on the railroad track, barefoot ooching across the Texas road, so hot the asphalt was soft. There was a snowstorm. We've got pictures. Dad got a commission to preach in an English-speaking church in what was then West Germany, a little town called Bernheim. Our landlord worked for Mercedes, got a new one every year, and kept a wine killer like a liquor store. Dad would give me the rent check, I'd walk it upstairs, and the hospital would pinch my cheeks and give me a chocolate bar as big as my head. In church, my father preached, and my mother played piano for the services. I learned how to sing in that church, and even did a solo of Amazing Grace with the congregation. We had a piano in the house, and my mom gave me some lessons. I did really well, but like a boy with a workbook lesson plan style. My brother had a guitar, and that was cooler. We moved to Glesson, uh, or Jessen, rather, a few years later, and he got the wall for a birthday present from a friend. Mom and Dad almost didn't let him keep it because there were disturbing images on the inside. They relented, and Gray taught me my first guitar piece, that cool acoustic guitar solo in A minor. I was eight. When I was about ten, we came back to the States. Daddy lost his mind, divorced my mom, and started drinking and managing Eckerd's drugstores. He went through another wife and found the construction industry, wherein he could stay drunk all day. I finally led him to recovery, and he spent the rest of his life building houses for storm victims and habitat wherever he could. He was a good man, with a lot of demons. And he married a third time until death did he part in 1999. His favorite song was Amazing Grace. And his vinyl bluegrass collection influenced me greatly, especially Flat and Scruggs and the Stanley Brothers. He bought a banjo once and became so frustrated with it that he turned it into a clock. Mom was a rock through all of that. Got a good job at UNC. Paid a man to build her a log cabin in the country outside of Chapel Hill. And did her best to raise me. I was a real pain. Once I got my own guitar, I had a place to put all my teen angst, but it didn't help my schoolwork at all. I probably set records for non-attendance and spent a lot of time running around in the deep woods at Western Orange County. Four years in the high school jazz big band program taught me the majority of what I still know about music theory. Along with an early enlistment in the Navy, music got me through and out into the real world where I finally got my butt kicked. I spent the next four years touring the Mediterranean on a tank landing ship at a Little Creek Naval Base in Norfolk, Virginia. The open ocean is a powerful thing to behold. The stars at night are unlike anything you will see on this earth anymore. It's the last great wilderness. Besides that, the bat being tear-gassed was about the most fun I ever had in the Navy. I carried a guitar behind my bunk everywhere we went. I made strange four-track recordings or we were in port. And there was an empty berth in his late-night studio. Of all the guys I knew on ship, I still remember the names of the ones I'd play with music most. Music most. Robert Thomas, David Saylor, Hachi Henderson. After my time was up, I spent some days at Virginia Beach playing the heavy rock band called Coup d'Etat at first, and then Day 11, which was just like a license plate we saw at a grocery store one day. We were sort of prog, like Bad Brains meets King Crimson. My girlfriend gave me my first acoustic guitar, a Fender. I think she stole it. She stole enough money from me that I think I paid her for it. From Virginia Beach, I came home to work at Weaver Street Market and started another band called Scalawag. I knew there was something missing from my culinary life, mac and cheese, ramen, pizza, and the job at Weaver Street was a cry for help. It turned out to be the social hub of Carborough, North Carolina, and I met a lot of people who are still my close friends today. The rock band thing wasn't working out, so I started playing the acoustic more and met a lot of other acoustic musicians. My friends Leo Lorenzoni and Michael Kovich told me about an old-time fiddler's convention up in Buena Vista, Virginia, and it sounded just like a laid-back, weekend-long party. I cruised up there and hung out with them. I can't remember if I had a tent. It changed my life, and it changed my music. Just banging away on an A chord for hours at a time, and sipping that corn liquor. I didn't know the songs, and I didn't care. Whatever these people had a hold of, I wanted some of it. It shot straight down to my veins like lightning, that made my hair stand up on end. The music was intense, lyrically cut down to the bone. People got killed, died, or fell in love and then got killed, or maybe drank themselves to death. They weren't going to be treated this way, and they trade their shoes for a little bottle of booze. They were big, like John Henry and Wild Bill Jones, all fists and whiskey, heartbroken and angry as I was, ready to kill somebody. I started going to Clifftop in Mount Airy, and finding old-time jams at home and on the road, and where my new friends live. And got to thinking I could write songs like that, or maybe one just fell out of me, and I thought, wow, there it is. Either way, I figured nobody was writing songs like that anymore. At least nobody I heard. And I knew that style was just technique. 
In other words, those songs didn't sound old because they were old. They sounded old because they were all written in an old style. There wasn't a reason in the world why somebody couldn't write a song like that if he wanted to. I started touring full-time in 2000, realizing that I could do it as a solo performer and actually make a living. Of course, that's what every other singer-songwriter in America was doing too, but I didn't even know what a singer-songwriter was, so that didn't bother me. I thought I was a folk musician. Over time, I realized that folk got cross-dressed and don't mean what it used to mean anymore. I think my friend Angus Finnan said it better than anybody I've ever heard yet. It's a style of presentation. <laughs> Sit there on a stool and play your tuba. Tell a story once in a while and wear some Birkenstocks. Everybody will think you're a folk musician. <laughs> in 2002, I went to the Kerbal Folk Festival in Texas, where there are lots of these folk musicians, only mostly songwriters. I wandered about for a week looking for the dance tent and the fiddle bands before I realized what I really said about the word folk. It ended up being an amazing, inspiring experience, and I've been for all 18 days every year since. At the 2003 festival, I won a new folk competition and got hired on as a performer for the next three years. I never took the Birkenstocks, and my friend Aeneas Mitchell helped me find a great pair of boots in Austin. They're fries. In 2004, Dromedary and I recorded an album together called The Sea in the Sky, which brings beautiful instruments from all over the world into my sound and songwriting. I've toured in Europe and the U.S. with them, including a return to Kerbal and two consecutive years at the Moab Folk Festival in Utah. If you're not familiar with Dromedary, I highly recommend you go to dromedarymusic.com right now. Well, after hearing the rest of this anyway. Their music is magic, like the voice of Emmylou Harris. An instant drop on the shoulders, a glaze on the eyes, a trip back to childhood. The next album was a rock and roll album called This Is The New That. Rock and roll because I just didn't know how else to play these songs. They're basically rock and roll songs. Chamadari came back in the studio with me and played electric guitars. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer and Muscle Shoals session guitarist Will McFarlane sits in on a few. Texas is a huge influence on my writing. The Law and the Lonesome is what might have happened if Towns Van Zandt had made a record with Doc Watson. Tamara Cater of Canada's venerable folk mag Penguin Eggs called The Law and the Lonesome her album of the decade. I recorded Cackalack in six hours with a handful of the best musicians since Toronto, though it sounds like it was recorded in a bar in North Carolina. Ken Whiteley, who has gold and platinum records to his name, engineered the record in his converted garage with Nick Tielos. As of mid-January 2011, it was number one on the Roots Music Report's folk radio chart. The Barnbirds is an 11-song duet with Chris Kokesh. Chris and I met in 2007 at the Sisters Folk Festival in Sisters, Oregon. At the touring cross-country, went back to Oregon to make our first recording in a barn, but we were foiled by the intermittent noises of the barn's resident birds. So we became the barn birds, and I did a library recording in Texas at Blue Rock Studio. In a day, of course. I still can't believe we got it mixed by John Keane and mastered by Brent Lambert. My guitar sounds like it's on your face. <laughs> you Cannot Run the Radio is a high-energy record recorded with an all-Winnipeg cast of Canadian superstars. Alexa Dirks and Andrina Turin, Grant Siemens, Joanna Miller, and Reggie Card. It sounds like church and sex at the same time. A great record for the last hour of a long drive. Jonathan Bird and the Pickup Cowboys is my latest record and project. We play every Wednesday at a ro little roadhouse called The Kraken on Highway 54 outside Chapel Hill, North Carolina. The residency has become a community for some and a pilgrimage for others. You can tune in on Facebook Live 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time any Wednesday or make the trip to join us. My friend Nathan Brown said, It's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> that is the word from Jonathan Bird. Let's see how the band sounds together. From the self-titled album, this is called When the Well Runs Dry. It's all lit up like Christmas and There's a skyline of flame That'll highlight lights up the prairie night All the way out to the plains And out on the low horizon The sunrise burns my eyes Shining off of the tankers and the 
it's hauling pipe We all need the money, babe I can't lie Ain't no need to wonder what'll happen when the well runs dry But this whole town's made of trailers And the trains run two miles long some guys phone their money home or they drink until it's gone. Ranch hands learn to roughneck, yeah, they're all lined up to work. But there's another boom and there ain't no room, so they sleep out in their trucks. We all need the money, babe. Jonathan Bird and the Pickup Cowboys. Jonathan is on guitars, Rhodes, toy glockenspiel, and percussion. Johnny Waken, with the rest of the mini uh, instrumentation for the most part, helped out by the late Paul Ford on cello and bass, Joanna Miller on drums, and Alexa Dirks and Andrina Turin with backing vocals. Paul Ford had passed away, and... Uh, I understand that on their last day in the studio, Paul was diagnosed with a brain tumor. They had been playing for seven years, and this was their only recording. They never played together again after the diagnosis. I'm glad that uh, they were able to capture this recording and preserve his legacy. In this album released on the Mighty Waterbug record label, website is jonathanbird.com. J-O-N. A-T-H-A-N-B-Y-R-D dot com and on Twitter at Jonathan Bird. This is Radio Crystal Blue. Novus Ordo. Novus Ordo is Latin for New Order. And for this program, I've got uh, some more music here from artists with brand new material. Let's see what I have next. Go from the Carolinas to back north of the 48. And music from jazz trumpeter Mike Fields. He is known for his bright, energetic music and travels worldwide performing his original compositions with local musicians at jazz festivals and clubs. These accolades, including the Worldwide Independent Music Award for a Jazz Music Producer 
and the Toronto Independent Music Award for Best Jazz Vocals. And, uh, goodness, he's played some great concerts across New England, or pardon me, New Zealand, as well as Canada. He began studying trumpet when he was 10, with private teachers from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra and later New York University, and taught himself to play rhythm guitar and write music. In 2007, he left a doctorate in Spanish computational linguistics when he realized playing music would be so much more fun. He is an unsigned independent solo artist. He has four full albums and currently touring to promote his latest works, which I have right here. This album called True Stories. This is track number three. It's called To Rofa L'Americano. It is from Mike Fields. Mike Fields, tune called Tu Vorfa L'Americano from the True Stories album. Naturally, he's on lead vocals and trumpet. Russ Boswell, uh, pardon me, not Russ, but rather George Collar on the bass. Mark Camilleri on piano. Jerry Caringi on the organ, uh, accordion, pardon me. David Derenzo on the drums. And Rosindo Chindi Leon on percussion. Tony Zorzi adding some guitars there too. MikeFieldJazz.com for some more details from there. You can also find him on Twitter at MikeFieldJazz. 
Got some more music from an artist that I spun music of occasionally over the last couple of years on Radio Crystal Blue itself. It is from James Houlihan, based in Los Angeles. He's a founding member of Bostonary bands like Dogs on TV and also the Jody Grind. He's come to be known as a songsmith who channels both tradition and poetic innovation, rooted in dark folk sounds and eclectic Americana. Songs have been used in commercials, TV, and film. He performs regularly in the Los Angeles area and tours internationally. Four albums deep, he is now into his new LP called The Wheel Still in Spin. In addition to the new album's title, he alludes to the tarot's Wheel of Fortune on the record and often makes references to wheels and circles as a means of processing his own journey. His main influences include Leonard Cohen, Tom Waits, and Joni Mitchell, as well as Daniel Johnston. This album was produced by Fernando Perdomo, who's worked with Linda Perhax and Jacob Dylan. And uh, Fernando also handles bass and keys, James with guitar and harmonica. Danny Franco, known for his work with Lou Reed, Fiona Apple, and Nels Klein, among others, adds percussion and drums. And James's girlfriend, accomplished talent Esther Clark, can also be heard as backing vocalist throughout the album. He's a native of Concord, Massachusetts. He started playing piano at eight years old, switching to guitar in his teens. He sharpened his craft in the basement for years before he felt comfortable performing, and it wasn't until his 20s that he began playing his music in front of crowds. While living in Boston, in the mid-aughts, he played the guitar in a few rock bands, but eventually knew he couldn't let his solo work go unheard. He would release his first two solo albums, Seven Years Now and Misfit Hymns, before relocating to Los Angeles and releasing Multitudes three years ago. Also, he landed a song called Going Home for Thanksgiving in the feature film Little Pink House, starring Catherine Keener, and also featuring musical contributions from David Crosby. This album, The Wheel Still in Spin, was released in September. And the track I have here is inspired by a very short Gregory Corso poem called Spirit. This is titled Spirit's Music. It's brand new from James Houlihan.
James Houlihan, Spirit Music from the new album, The Wheels Still in Spin. Again, personnel, James with the uh, guitarist and harmonica, Fernando Bergomo on keys, bass, and acoustic, Danny Frankel on drums, Esther Clark on vocals, Linda Fairhox adds her vocals on this particular track. JamesHoulahan.com, J-A-M-E-S-H-O-U-L-A-H-A-N.com, same spelling on Twitter. Closing this version of Radio Crystal Blue Nova Sorta with one more album. Though before I get to the music of Joel Schwelling, I wanted to remind you about how artists can submit music for future editions of this program. I am looking for releases from here in 2019 and anything released in the last six months of the show's original publishing date, meaning anything from July 2018 to the present. I am looking for music released on CD that will get debuted on this program, and any downloads uh, that come my way are accepted too, though I save them for the main RCB program. CDs of what they debuted here. Also, material should be from active touring artists. Address here is Dan Herman, Radio Crystal Blue, 121, 129th Street South, letter C, number 8, in Tacoma, Washington. 98444 is the zip code. I'm also accepting electronic press kits from two major websites, sonicbids.com and musicsubmit.com. Just do a search for Radio Crystal Blue on either website. DJ Flowerdove and myself select the um, best of the uh, EPK submissions, and we'll uh, contact artists when we uh, find those we think are best suited for airplay. Now I'll tell you about Joel Schwelling. A little bit I know about him is that he's been pretty busy over the last several years in songwriting, and he put together uh, six songs for this EP called Ain't That The Way. It's all over social media, and I honestly don't know anything about him. There's no information about his background or anything regarding his approach. So I suppose that the... uh, Let's the uh, music do the talking. I will follow suit here with track number six. It's called Coffee and Cinnamon Rolls. Brand new from Joel Schwelling. I walk in, Sherry says hi. We got coconut cream pie tonight. On the wall says bless this mess I take my seat I confess I've missed that sign Been gone a long, long time No one seems to pay no mind I know It's nice to see life go on like an old-time country song One I heard a thousand times before Everything still seems the same Maybe I'm the one who's changed I just need to hear whole stories told Over coffee and cinnamon rolls Sarah's got a new tattoo And a little baby's real cute I ain't surprised We've been best friends all our lives Was out of touch for quite a while I apologize Been gone a long, long time no one seems to pay no mind I 
It's nice to see life go on Like an old time country song One I heard a thousand times before Everything still seems the same Maybe I'm the one who's changed I just need to hear old stories told Over coffee and cinnamon rolls They still ain't fixed that white pine floor And the view's the same from my booth by the door Didn't someone once say You can't go back Can't go back home no more It's nice to see life go on Like an old time country song One I heard a thousand times before Everything still seems the same Maybe I'm the one who's changed I just need to hear old stories told Over coffee and cinnamon rolls Over coffee and cinnamon rolls Over coffee and cinnamon there is Joel Schwelling, Coffee and Cinnamon Rolls from the album, this uh, six-song EP anyway, called Ain't That the Way, on the web at joelschwellingmusic.com. And on Twitter at Joel Schwelling. J-O-E-L-S-C-H-W-E-L-L-I-N-G. Now I'll put the cap on the bottle for RCB Novus Ordo. This program first published middle of January here in 2019. I'm Dan Herman thanking you for giving listen to this program. Thank you in advance for listening on the platforms I mentioned at the top of the show. All links to how to listen are at the homepage at RadioCrystalBlue.net. You can also find me at Dan at RadioCrystalBlue.net and on Twitter at RadioCBLUE. As always, thanks to DJ Flower Dove for her assistance with the production of all RCB material. Thank you for listening. Do take care. Good night.